Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Cookies and Beer, yeah, yeah. Oh yes, oh yes, oh yes, oh yes. Happy week 89 of the old... The old coronavirus. How's it going? How's it hanging? <clears throat> Why do people say that? How's it hanging? Is that for your dick? Is that like is that a dick thing? It's gotta be. Because everyone always makes that joke. <clears throat> like, hey, how's it hanging? It's like, oh, you know, it's small and hangs to the left. Like that. <laughs> like on liar liar. Short shriveled and hanging to the left. Hey, Fletcher, how's it hanging? Fucking underrated. Underrated Jim Carrey movie. I don't know if it's that underrated. A lot of people know what Liar Liar is, but fuck. Great, great fucking movie. How's it hanging? How's it hanging? How's it hanging? Um, it started in 1985 from Back to the Future. No. Is it? Is that where it came from? How's it hanging, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Origin. Ooh, big word. Big word. Um, how's it hanging? Where'd it come from? There we go. Bam. <clears throat> Locked in. Accept all cookies. Take my info. Let's just fucking tell me what this is. How's it hanging is usually referred to, what's it referring to? Commonly used as a greeting in high school. What? H.S. High school. High school. With the sexual implication. So, not you haven't told me anything. You've told me, you've just reaffirmed what my thought was. Do we know? Is this one of the unsolved mysteries? Where does the greeting, how's it hanging, come from? Quora. Because this bitch knows it all. How's your hammer hanging? That's where it came from. Oh, well, that's totally a dick. Oh, no, it has to do with tool belts. Interesting. And, of course, as humans, we just... It was probably a simple, wholesome greeting. And then dudes came along and they're like, we're going to make this about our dick. Because <laughs> everything's about our dick. Me, man, me, dick. That's basically what we are. We're just slight variations removed from that. Some of us. Hopefully the other ones are in jail. Interesting. See, we're all learning. How's it hanging? It came from your, to make sure that when you were up in like a skyscraper, you were hanging off like some scaffolding and a, you know, a tower. And you have your tool belt on. They want to make sure that it's hanging right. That way it doesn't get caught or drop on somebody. Interesting. But it, we immediately turned it into... Hey, what's your dick doing? <laughs> like, how's it hanging? Which is a weird thing to ask. Because dick's just like chill, dude. That's like saying like, hey, how, how are your tits doing? Like, it's, it, they're just chilling, dude. They're chilling, you know? They're in hibernation. They're just, they're getting some, some sleep. And it's chilling. But then we go, hey, how's it hanging? But I've heard people like, people say it in like corporate environments too. Like, I've had jobs where, like, my boss would be like, hey, how's it hanging? So, it really is asking me, how's my, what was my dick doing at that time? 
which should have been a sign, but now we're here. Interesting. So anyways, how's it hanging, guys? What have you... <laughs> What the fuck have you guys been doing? I um, I gained a lot of weight. For, I say a lot. That's it's not a ton, but I gained like eleven or twelve pounds uh, between the middle of October and when did I come back from Atlanta? November 9th. So in two weeks, I gained. Like 12 fucking pounds between postseason baseball, drinking, um, football starting, drinking, and then you usually eat like shit after. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll crush a 20 piece of Wingstop right now. $27 to get here? Yeah, sure. Thing only costs you $12.50, but fucking charges you way more for the delivery, but you're fucked up. You're like, I'm making the right decision. Everything's cool here. And then you wonder why you're broke. I was like, I just felt like a, I just felt like a, like a, a trash bag full of shit. It came back. I'm like, even on the plane, I was like, this plane's definitely holding more. Like it has to hold more weight than last time <laughs> because I was like, I just feel, I just felt like just like, I just, if you poked me, I'd just shit. <laughs> like that's, that's basically how I just ice cream and cookies, like pretty much every night. Like I I'm not confused as to why I gained all this weight. And I'm sure a lot of it's like water retention because I was just, I mean, my sodium intake between like chips and guac to fucking ruffles to Cheez-Its, like I was just housing food for for fucking nine days straight. Didn't work out, didn't even go outside most of the days, to be honest. Or if we did go outside, it was just to go back in. It was like to the bar or to... The Trap Music Museum, which I'm still telling people about. It was fucking dope, dude. If you're in Atlanta, go go, go check it out. It's well worth the, I think, 25 bucks. You can do a private tour also. I was going to, like, I think that was, like, a, like a couple hundred. But it would be super worth it if you had, like, 10 people. You guys each pitched in, like, whatever, 20 bucks. And you had your own private thing. It would be sick. So go check that out. But... Um, yeah, we didn't really like, we didn't go hiking or anything. Like, I'm not going to go, I'm not going to go somewhere and then go hike. Like if I'm going somewhere to hike, that's different, which I still will never do. Like I'm, you're never going to hear me say, Hey, I'm going up to Yosemite next weekend for the, you know, for fucking six days. Hopefully I make it back. Like I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that. I can watch it on Netflix. I don't need, I don't need to have that kind of adrenaline rush to prove that I'm worth living or whatever it is. I respect the fuck out of those people because they're clearly insane. But I And I get it. It's an escape from the bullshit. But I know the second I went out there, I would just be like, oh my God, my credit score sucks and this. I'm just worrying about meaningless shit. But I guess if it's super dangerous, right? That's the part of it. It's like the thrill of it is that you could die at any second. But you have to be so focused on that one thing that you can't think about it. I get it. It's like working out in a way, but way, way worse, way worse, way worse than working out. I'm not going to die from working out. You could easily die from rock climbing, but I'm not going to go do that. So we just drank and ate dope food and um, 
came back and just, I was like, yeah, fuck this shit, dude. Like I got to figure, I got to figure something out. So I did the, I'm on the no booze till the 11th. I fi- I did, I decided I'm going to break my booze, uh, fast. No, your booze sobriety, drinking sobriety, uh, for the Dustin Poirier, Charles Oliveira fight. That's on December 11th. So I'll drink then. And I'm looking forward to it already, dude. We're only fucking 14 days into this two weeks. We're halfway there. Bon Jovi could do it. We could figure it out. We're already halfway there. Whoa, whoa, living on a prayer. So I think when I drink on that Saturday, is it a day game? A day game. Um, like one of those morning fights that are super annoying. UFC, what are we at? 269? 69. 69. Uh, it's in Vejas. So I'm assuming it's at the normal time. I fucking hope. Because then I'm like, oh, I guess I'm drinking at 8 a.m. to watch the early prelim. 7 p.m. Pacific. Sick. With my luck, it's like one of the greatest cards of all time, right? With my luck, a month of no drinking, I just start doing shots and I just fucking pass out and miss the whole thing. That's going to be my thing. I have a knack for that. I was talking about this with my cousins. And uh, I remember I back in the so if you're if you were born in, you know, 2000 and to current, then this concept might seem crazy to you. <laughs> but back in the day, you had to go to the um, uh, like the actual movie theater and get an actual ticket and then go sit your fucking fat ass in line. If you if it was like the new Star Wars or something big, Spider-Man, whatever. People would get like two hours early in line, which sounds crazy now. I totally get it. But back back then, you had... I'm fucking back then. 10 years ago, that feels like 40. But 10, 10, 15 years ago, you'd have to go wait. So any big movie that came out, I was I was always the one that volunteered myself to be like, I'll go get everyone's ticket, wait in line, just bring me your cash for the ticket, and we'll fucking do it. And so I would do it, and then I got into this habit of falling, of like waiting hours, dude, hours. I'm talking like I think I waited like four hours for the uh, the Dark Knight, dude. My Dark Knight. I don't think I've told this story, dude. So check this. For here's a perfect example of why this is a dumb idea. So I've been doing this for like years, right? Um, then the, the Dark Knight came out, and I went with my. I went with my uncle and I went with, I think some of my cousins, maybe my dad went, I don't know. I forget. I was, it wasn't that long ago, but I'm that dumb. Um, anyways, I get there like three hours before it starts <laughs> and it's like, it's the midnight one. So I, I get there at like seven thirty or some shit and it started at like 11, I think. And everybody was like, all right, you know, we'll, you, you get the tickets, we'll come with the money, just wait in line. So I had been working all day and I used to work uh, construction outdoors and it was like in the desert. So it, like it wasn't uncommon for in the summers, it would get to be like 115, 116 and it's just dry as fuck and no one has trees because we're in a drought. So there's no, cl- there's no cloud coverage you're just fucking there, dude. It's you and the sun. It's you versus the sun. And you're going to fucking lose every time. And I was fucking working in that shit. And it was great. I'm glad I did it. I learned a lot. Have a whole different respect for people that are in construction and manual labor and all that. But 
Um, I was working all day there and then came home, showered, grabbed like McDonald's or something shitty, Jack in the Box probably, and then got in line. And then, so everyone shows up, you know, 20 minutes before we go in. They had to do zero work. And I, we fucking get in, we get food, we get popcorn, all that shit. It's about to start. Trailers are going. I'm pumped. Opening bank scene goes on. And then I wake up and it's the credits. Dude, I fell asleep after the bank, after the bank scene, like the opening scene from The Dark Knight with Heath Ledger. One of the like most dope intros of all time, aside from probably the Bane intro. That shit's pretty dope. But, and then I just wake up. I, I missed the entire movie. I slept through the whole fucking movie. No one looked over at me to like see, which I, I, don't, I don't blame them at all. I'm the asshole that fell asleep. But that just mean that made me even more mad because I was like, dude, if the movie, if they were that invested and like sucked into the movie, that didn't even glance over that I was asleep. And I wasn't like, my head just wasn't like dropped down. Like I was like asleep, like head like was like over to the side. My neck's all popping out. Like I was asleep. All right. People thought I thought I was dead. They're like, fuck it. We'll deal with it afterwards. But they didn't even look over. Movie ends. I pop up because everyone's like clapping. I wake up to people clapping, dude. <laughs> I was so fucking pissed. I was so pissed. And then I had the next day off because, yeah, it came out on a Friday. So I had Saturday off and I, w I went home just mad, fucking ruined the entire. It's, that was when did that movie come out? It ruined probably the last fucking 12 years. Dark Knight. When did that come out? 08? Yeah, 08. Almost 13 years of my life. I still fucking talk about it because it pissed me off that bad. And then I think I, I like went home, went to bed, woke up like six hours later and I caught the first one on Saturday and I, it was like just me because it was like it was like a really early one. It was like it was like 830 or some bullshit. So like nobody was up and everyone that went, wanted to go see Dark Knight already saw it last night when I was asleep. I was I'd, I was fucking playing catch up. But um yeah, now you just wait till midnight and it come it becomes a little square on your fucking TV and you just go, let's do this, and then you're chilling. You don't have to worry about shootings. You don't have to worry about fucking, if you're going to have a heart attack in the middle of a goddamn movie theater, you don't have to worry about people talking. Dude, do you remember, people used to talk in movies. And I'll tell you what, if you were a person that talked in movies or like your phone would ring like more than one time, I'll give you the first one. We all forget, but if it happens again or you answer the phone, I have never been, and thank God, I've never been in a movie theater where someone answered the phone and like started talking because I would probably do nothing about it, but I would just, it would just, it would just be, it would just be in my DNA. I would just know that that shit actually existed, but, and if you were one of those people and you didn't get punched straight in the tit then you are a lucky, you are a lucky, a lucky man, man, you know, because people used to talk in movies, people used to fucking, people used to give like hand jobs in movies, people used to like get wild in movies, I don't know, we gotta bring that back, we, we, we gotta, that's, that's a bold move, Cotton, are you kidding me, 
I remember I went to Movies 12. This was in Lancaster way back in the day. And I don't know what movie I saw. I want to say I went and saw Blue Streak. I don't know why that reminds... I don't even know if that adds up. When did Blue Streak come out? Blue Streak. 1999? I was 9, 10? It was probably Blue Streak, dude. It was. I'm actually probably 100% on this. Yeah, I went and saw Blue Streak at uh, Cinemark 12 in Lancaster. Back in the back in the Lancaster days. And the dude next to me was like full on getting like a hand job from some girl he was with. I hope he knew her. If not, I mean she knew him. She was very comfortable. And like that was just like a thing. You just moved seats. Like I you fucking walk down, like you're gonna take a piss, you go grab pe- fucking popcorn or whatever, you come back and you just sit three rows up from them or down from them, probably down, because if you go up, you're probably gonna wanna watch them and then you're then you're that guy. You don't wanna be that guy. So you go down. And you just finished the movie and you're chilling. That's exactly what I did. I went down. I went like all, and I was already pretty far down because there, there were, there were people there, dude. It wasn't like it was me and then this couple. <laughs> like it was, there was probably a good like 30, 40 people there and no one said anything. Now, if you do that, dude, if you do anything, like you're going to be fucked. They're going to go through your Twitter and they're going to make up lies about you and get wild. Like you can't, you can't just have your dick out at a Cinemark 12. Like, what are you doing? This isn't the fucking nineties. Like what the fuck is going on? Speaking of what the fuck is going on, they're changing the name of Staples Center to crypto.com and I'm not for it. $700 million is what it takes to ruin something good. We had Kobe pass away almost two years ago, which is wild to even think about. And then you're going to change it from Staples to Crypto.com. Like, I would rather just say, fuck it. Give give the Clippers this fucking new stadium and we could just go back to the forum. I'm down with that. But didn't Steve Ballmer buy? Steve Ballmer bought the forum, didn't he? Steve Ballmer... Forum. He he looks like the happiest guy ever. Any picture, he's just like fucking so stoked. Yeah, he bought the forum for four hundred million dollars. So does that mean the Clippers are going to play at the forum? I feel like I just talked about this. I don't know if I talked about it on here. And I looked it up, and I was like, I'll never forget that. And then here we are, however many weeks later, and I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah. So I thought the Clippers. No, 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 no. The Clippers are playing at the, whatchamacallit, by SoFi. SoFi. SoFi Stadium. L.A. Clippers um, Stadium. Well, it's going to show Staples right now. But, oh, yeah, here we go. Um, It's in Inglewood. What's not in Inglewood now? I feel like every, every like, is Inglewood, like, coming up? Like, what the... F- they have so many... They're like, yep, the Rams are coming back. Where are we putting them? Inglewood? We're going to spend fucking $800 billion on a stadium? How much did that shit... Co- I know we're all over the place, but you know what? Just fucking fast forward if you don't want to deal with it. Um, how much was SoFi Stadium... Uh, how much did that shit cost? Let's guess. Like, what do you guess? Like, $10 billion? That seems way too much, but I'm sure it's 
It's got to be up there, dude. SoFi Stadium cost. SoFi Stadium is one of the most expensive sports venue ever built in this country. 300-acre multi-purpose. Dude, $10.7 billion. Holy shit. I feel like I looked this up before. Because I'm terrible with this. They'd be like, how much does this stadium hold? And it's like clearly a shitload. And I'm like, 14,000. Like, nope, it's 85. And I'm like, cool, dude. Like, I'm usually way off. So I, I think I have looked this up before. But yeah, dude, $10 billion. Are you fucking kidding me? Who has $10 billion? I mean, oil people and tech people. I mean, I'm, I fucking know. I know, dude. But like... I don't have anything even remotely close to that, <laughs> like, which is fine. Like, I mean, I, I, only I can change that. But like, I don't, I can't imagine a time where I'm going to open up my Chase Bank app and it's like, oh, I have $14 billion. Like, do you even use the Chase app when you have that much money? You probably just tell people, right? You probably just walk with like stacks of fucking 20s and 100s just every day. It's like a, it's. It's like you're allotted a certain amount of cash every day and they have like big dispensers. Like, you know, those pill dispensers where it has like Monday through Sunday and you put your pills in there. It's like that, but for money. Tuesday, a little contraption opens. Oh man, I only get 35 grand today because it's fucking Tuesday or whatever it is. That's probably the kind of shit that they have. Wild. I don't even want to know what that's like. I mean, I do. I do, right? We all do. I just feel like once you become a billionaire, like, you have to hang on to it. That's why pe people get into weird shit, I think. Because when you're a... Fuck it, fuck it. If you're a millionaire, there's, like, there's some shit that comes with that, I would think. Unless you, like, won the lottery or you're, like, one of these, like, uh, these, like, tech dudes who are, like, kind of, like, ghostwriters for, like, you know, musical artists and shit. Just dudes in the background just making fucking $400,000 a day or whatever. Like, what the fuck is that like, dude? That's wild. I got to check my Chase app when I go get gas. I'm like, how much? All right, how many gallons do I get this week? Cool, six. Guess I'm not going to LA. <laughs> like, I just want to stop doing that. I don't even need billions for that. I just need thousands. I want to be a thousandaire. That's what I want to be. Ah, damn. They change that. I think I think they it starts quick too, yeah? It goes to crypto.com arena. I hate the dot com. It's like if they called it I was talking about this last night with my buddy and I was like, dude, if they just called it crypto arena, I can get on board with that. But something about crypto.com bums me out because I think that when you have something like a dot com as part of like a major staple of sports. Then it like introduces the idea that that that's acceptable now, right? Like we can call something uh, state or state farm crypto.com arena, but then it introduces the idea of like expanding on that. So then we're going to have crypto.com like forward slash menu or whatever arena. Welcome to the crypto.com forward slash menu arena at guard. At guard. You know what I mean? Then it just gets wild. 
There's dashes in there and shit. It's called the Crypto Arena. Crypto Arena is kind of tight. I'm not going to lie. Welcome to the Crypto.com Arena. Starring Reggie Miller. Hi, James. I just want to say thank you to the Crypto.com team. Like, it just sounds weird, dude. Just, we should just call it crypto. That's basically all I'm getting at. Um, I have a, I don't, that's pretty much all I got for you guys. I've, I've been playing Halo Infinite like a fucking 12 year old. I don't know. I can't get enough of it. I'm going to geek out for a moment, but Jesus fuck. Who is it? 343 Studios fucking knocked it out of the park. They released the shit early and it was smooth as fuck. At least on PC. I was playing on uh mouse and keyboard for Monday and Tuesday, and I just didn't like it. It was weird. It was like mid-range to like um, long-range battles were cool, but when you got close, like if they were on controller, like they're going to fuck you up like nine times out of ten. So I went and got an Xbox One controller, and I haven't had a, I haven't held an Xbox controller since like Gears of War 1, or no, I guess... Actually, or Gears of War 3, I think, was the last game I had on Xbox. And I haven't picked up an Xbox controller since. So I was like, fuck. Xbox controllers are dope, dude. I'm a PlayStation guy, like, through and through. But the Xbox controller is like, I don't know. I used to hate it because it was, like, kind of fat. And it was, I don't know, it was weird. But as soon as you figure it out, I don't know. I'm getting fucking real nerdy. Basically, if you want to play Halo Infinite, hit me up. Um, I don't even know my fucking game. I think it's Wagner Inc., I don't know what the numbers are after. Just like DM me or something. We'll fucking get involved. I'm super. I, that's all I'm doing. That's what I'm doing. Right after this, I'm gonna go make a burger, and then I'm gonna fucking play Halo Infinite until like 1 a.m. Because I don't give a fuck, dude. I it's it's Halo. I'm 30. I'm a 32 year old grown man, and I'm here. I am talking about. I'm getting hard off of the new Halo game. Like, I need a goddamn life, dude. But it is dope. Hit me up if you want to play. Um, let's get in some dicks of the past and see what the fuck we got going on there. Okay. Time machine. Function. Three, two, one. This is Dicks of the Past. Alright, November 19th, 1991, uh, people were listening to When a Man Loves a Woman by Michael Bolton. Fucking A, dude. Michael Bolton? Are you related to that singer guy? No, it's just a coincidence. <laughs> Great fucking movie. Um, people, uh, the most viewed movie was Star Trek V? I don't know, it's a Roman numeral, and I'm too fucking dumb. After three, I'm like, just fucking put four, dude. God damn it. Uh, I never saw... I'm not, a, I'm not a Star Trek dude, though. I was Star Wars. It was Star Wars versus Star Trek. And I, if you liked one, you by default, you had to hate the other. It's like being a Bears fan or a Packers fan. You're like, I fucking... I love Green Bay, but because I'm, I'm a Bears fan, fuck the Packers. Like, that's just how it, how it is. But I actually never gave, gave it a shot. And it's like, it's too far gone now. Like, back in the, like the 90s and shit, it was doable to, like, play catch-up and 
watch like all the different series like Next Generation and whatever the fuck's the only one I know. I don't even know why I was trying to. You can't compare something if you only know one thing about it. <laughs> Pro tip. But then there's like the movies and the TV show. I guess it's like Star Wars, right? Like you got your original three and then you got the prequels and then they started coming out with like Clone Wars and all these TV shows, and then the last three pieces of shit came out, and we had to deal with that, but I watched every single one of them. Opening day with my uncle. Uh, yeah, I'll never forget when we saw the last one, part nine. We walked, we met each other in the parking lot, and I was just like, well, here we fucking go. This is going to be terrible. And he was like, yeah, it's going to be garbage. And it was, and it was a great time. I had an absolute blast. Rogue One was actually pretty tight. I'm not, I'm not going to lie. That shit was actually pretty dope. And then you got The Mandalorian where John Favreau is like single-handedly saving Star Wars right now. Um, assuming they can pull out of all the bullshit over the last 20 years, what they did with that franchise. If there's anyone that can do it, it's going to be John Favreau. And if they do it, then that guy deserves to fucking Nobel Peace Prize. Because Star Wars was dope. And then it got like really marketed to like children. They put Jar Jar Binks in there, who's fucking autistic or whatever he is. I don't even know. I don't even know what he is. He's like a he's like a twelve year old living in a forty year old man's body, but he's different. What is he? Like an elephant? Not an el not an elephant. He's like, what is Jar Jar? I should know this because I'm a fucking nerd, but I'm glad that I don't. That means that there's clearly a limit to what I retain with Star Wars bullshit. Jar Jar Binks. Um. Oh yeah, he had like like wing flaps for his ears. Why did I think he had like tusks? I don't know, dude. I fucking tried to fucking bury that down. That was part of my childhood trauma. Trauma? Trauma? What's a trauma? Anyways. Uh, Doomsday Conspiracy was one of the most selling books. You know, we don't read here, so I'm not even going to look that up. Uh, the name that it has, Doomsday Conspiracy, tells me that it'll probably be something very relevant to what's going on right now, and I'm not ready for it. Black Mirror fucked me up enough, dude. Um, I don't need to know. I know art imitates, or history imitates art. I know that. Skynet's coming, but let's just fucking hang out, dude. Let's just figure it out. And if we don't, we don't. We're probably not going to. It can't, it can't be a great ending, but it's going to be fun. Only if you make it fun. So moving on to sports... Uh, my Lakers are doing absolutely garbage right now. It's very not a great time to be a Lakers fan, but um, it's still early and Braun is not playing and um, there's just no defense and they can't score. Just exactly. If you want to know what's going on with the Lakers, go watch Anthony Davis's interview from yesterday, or I guess it was uh, to be Wednesday after they got their shit pushed in by the Bulls, which dude, the Bulls look great this year. Holy shit. Imagine being a Bulls fan and having that like up and down, you have Jordan for all these years. And then you had like the Derrick Rose era, but like they never really like went to the finals or did anything crazy. But then now they have this massive squad. Like they were already killing it last year. And then they got Caruso and they got DeMar DeRozan. Like what the fuck? They've been killing it. I'm super pumped for them. So um, what was I getting at? Uh, yeah, AD basically was like, we suck. We don't have any defense. We can't score. That's what's wrong. And I was like, yeah, this guy doesn't sugarcoat it. That's why AD's the man. Because he's like, look, bro, I'm not going to give you some bullshit, clickbaity, like ambiguous thing. He's like, we fucking suck right now. 
What do you want me to do about it? We're going to figure it out, and we're probably going to win the championship. So suck my dick. No, I'm just kidding. Maybe they're mad because it's now the crypto.com arena forward slash menu. I don't know. But they weren't happy. Um, moving on to UFC. I know I didn't mention the Max Holloway and the Yair Rodriguez fight last week. I forgot, but we could talk about it. Great fight. Max Holloway um, uh, won, obviously, but it was a very close fight. It was a very good fight. Uh, very bloody fight, very technical fight, very um, takedown defense heavy. It was it was a it was great. I mean, it's Max Holloway and Yair. Yair I have a hard time saying his name because there's way too many R's in there for a name. But Yair Rodriguez um, held it in. I think he won at least one or two rounds. Uh, if he did, it was barely. But Max Holloway was. I mean, it's Max Holloway, dude. Like he's only getting better. So. They're trying to figure out what his next move is, probably. I mean, we're guessing he's going to fight Volkanovski again for the third time. But um, Max lost both of those fights, so there's an argument that he doesn't deserve it. But, like, he does I mean, who else is there, dude? So, like, I guess he could. He, he might fight Connor. They've been talking about that. I'm guessing at, at 145, which is a... Um, it's a dope fight for Max if he doesn't necessarily want to be champion again. He, if he just wants to be like, I want to just make people come to me and I want to make a shitload of money, like more money than he is now. And they have this beef with Connor. That's clearly it's all. They probably like texted each other the day before it blew up. And they're like, you ready to do this? I'll say this. And then you say this. Like I'm at this point, it's like WWE, I feel like. But I love it. I love it. That's what sells fights. I get it. But if they do fight at 45, um, I don't know, dude. I'm a fucking diehard Conor McGregor fan. But if this Max Holloway keeps going and he fights Conor after Conor's coming off of these losses and the injury, like, bro, bro, let me tell you, Max Holloway, Max Holloway might fuck him up. But I can't say that, though, because it's Conor McGregor, dude. Like, Conor McGregor could come back and just light Max up if they even fight. I feel like it's a great fight for both of them. Because it's good for Connor if he beats Max Holloway, because then he kind of gets like a little bit of a redemption. Then he jumps jumps back up to fifty five, or he fights at forty five and he fights Volkanovski. Like that might be a thing. That would be weird. That'd be a weird move, but he might. And then it's dope for Max because then he for sure has to fight Alexander Volkanovski next. Let's say he wins the belt and he gets the best of both worlds. He beat Connor and he's the champ and he's still young, like. The dude, and he's insanely hard to like hate. Max Holloway is looks like one of the nicest motherfuckers ever, and he'll just murder you with his bare hands if he wants to. What's that like? Like you have the option to just not kill somebody with your hands because of your technical expertise and your power and precision. I wonder what that. That's got to be like having a fucking eighty foot cock. That's got to. Because, like, if you walk up to, like, a big dude at a, you know, like, say you're at a bar and some guy's drunk and he's this big dude, whatever, and he gets, like, sh kind of shitty with you and you're like, I'm like, all right, dude, like, I don't want to fight. Like, one, you'll probably beat my ass. And two, like, what the fuck? Like, it's not, like, let's say I do knock you out and then you die. Now I'm in jail. It's like shot collar shit. I'm not, I don't want, jail scale, jail, prison scares the shit out of me so much that. I refuse, I, that's what keeps me in check, basically, that's what separates me from being like Patrick Bateman, because I've seen what jail is like, in on TV, I haven't even seen it in person, it's got to be way worse in person, right, because it's real, and you actually, you don't have that 
glass screen separating you from wild shit. But like I was watching it, what TV show was I watching on Netflix? I think it's called like 60 Days In. They basically get recruit like seven people to go into like maximum security prisons. One of them's a cop. I was like, what the fuck? You're going to put a cop in, in prison and like as, as, as a goof, like either this person's not a cop or there, there's some fuckery going on. Cause pretty sure if you were a cop and you got put in prison, you're fucking lasting like 24 hours. I would guess. I mean, that's based off watching like shot caller. If you haven't, dude, if you haven't seen shot caller with, uh, I don't remember his name. Yeah. He played Jamie Lannister fucking great i think i've talked about it before but if you haven't heard of it shot call i think it's on netflix shot caller it's dope very very good very wild um but yeah we'll see what happens so that was a great fight um to be honest that was the only fight i watched i uh it was a fight during the day and i was doing some shit back home so wasn't able to watch it so i watched it on sunday with my coffee and uh had some other shit to do but um who do we got fighting this week? I haven't even looked at the card. Oh, hey, Misha Tate. Misha Tate, Michael Chiesa. What else we got? My fucking thing's not working. Joanne Calderwood. David Grant. Yeah, dude. Is this a, is this a, a morning fight? Morning fight. Um, what is it? UFC Fight Pass, yeah? Or Fight uh, Night? Fight Pass. UFC Fight Pass. What time is the song? Motherfucker, why did it take me back? Back, back to 1999. Oh, because that was like the first fight night? I don't fucking know. I don't know. I'm just going to say it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a night fight. Probably isn't, but... Don't take the news from me, people. So anyways, we got that going on. NFL, we got the Seahawks, uh, got rocked by the Packers, which I um, I kind of thought they would, especially when they announced that Aaron Rodgers was back. I was like, all right, well, let's see what happens. Wasn't a fun, a fun game to watch if you're a Seahawks fan, but, you know, it's all good. It's whatever. I, uh, my only hope is that Russell Wilson doesn't leave us on this note because he has every reason to, <laughs> he has every reason to go to like, like the fucking, oh, where, where would he go? That would piss me off the least. Probably the saints. I fuck with the saints. I have some really good friends that are saints fans. So if they went to the saints, that wouldn't, that wouldn't piss me off. But like, he has every reason. Like Russell Wilson has given his body to Seattle. And he should have two rings because of it, but we're not going to talk about that. And they just can't, they, they, they've been to the Super Bowl twice in the last, whatever, 10 years, which is great. That's a pretty good stat, but you won one, you're 50% in the last 10 years or whatever it was, 15 years. Like, that's not bad at all, but... After that, dude, like once the Legion of Boom, once we stop paying our fucking, our, our defensive players... I know I've talked about this, but dude, once they broke up the Legion of Boom, like when Earl Thomas got hurt and like they knew that he was going to be gone, he flipped off the Seattle sideline, which was like such, I was already a big, big Earl Thomas fan. But after that happened, I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow, I'm going to follow him all the way through his career. This guy's the fucking man. 
But once he got hurt and like Sherman got traded or he left and then um, like I knew we weren't going to keep KJ right, which was a big letdown. I think he went to the Raiders, right? Which is a huge pickup, huge pickup from the Raiders. Well, I don't know what the fuck we got for him. I think he was free agent, so nothing. Wild. How much did KJ Wright self or kick K, K yeah. KJ Wright contract. What's his current what couldn't Seattle pay him? One year, three point five million dollars. You're telling me we couldn't scrape up three point five million dollars to keep KJ in Seattle? I think I know why though. I think because they wanted to they drafted Jordan Brooks last year, uh linebacker from LSU. He didn't get a bunch of snaps last year, or maybe it was two years ago. I think it was two years ago. And now they're they're it's basically like him and Bobby Wagner. They're trying to make him be like the next like KJ Wright, which so far he's fucking killing it. I mean, it's he's still early in his career, but Jordan Brooks looks fucking looks great. Um, but they're playing the Cardinals this year, this year, this week. Sunday afternoon game. It's in Seattle, so that's good. We have the fans on our side. Hopefully everyone's good and twisted because we need all the, all the noise we can get. I don't know if Kyler Murray and D-Hop are back. Obviously, J.J. Watt's out. Um, so we have a shot. We have a shot. Cardinals have lost, what, the last three, two? They lost to the Packers. They lost to the Panthers last week. Maybe the last two. But we've lost the last, like, five, so it's we'll see what happens. But they are playing the Cardinals, um, yeah, in Seattle, so we'll see what happens. Um, album of the week, I went with the Find the Great Line from Under Oath. Came out in the year 2006, pickup sticks. Doesn't work at all. But um, if you haven't listened to this album, definitely check it out, uh, obviously. That's why I'm telling you about it. Under Oath is a... I don't want to say they're an underrated band because actually a lot of people know about them, but um, they put on a hell of a live show. I saw them 10 years ago. Fuck, no, it's probably been longer than that. Let's look. Under Oath. And I saw them at the Ventura Theater. 2012. So, yeah, dude. Fuck me Time is passing me by, bitch. Yeah, dude, 10 years ago. It was dope. It was very, very good. I think that was right when Disambiguation or whatever that was called. Infinity with the O with the slash through it. That was also a great album. Listen to that one, too. I'm going to listen to Under Oath right now. This is one of their like heavier albums. Well, I think... One of the greatest intros, I think, of any, like, band in this era. Like, them and, like, Unearth and Chimera and all those guys. Chimera had some fucking dope intros, too, though. Chimera was the shit. Like, the impossibility of reason. Isn't that what it was called? Chimera. Yeah, dude, they're fucking dope as fuck live, too. I saw them when, I think, what is it? Resurrection? I saw them when that came out, when that album came out. I saw them at the L.A. House of Blues, I think, with, uh, I want to say Terror, but that doesn't line up. But maybe it was. Uh, And Possibility of Reason, 2003. Yeah. Freshman in high school. Yeah. 
Chimera is the shit. Are they still a thing? Let's see. Oh, uh, they, they played a re. They ended it in four, 2014. And they played a 2017 show for like a reunion. Damn, even that was fucking five years ago. Yeah, dude, Mark Hunter, one of the greatest screamers, I think, as far as metal goes. Dope. Anyways, um, yeah, go listen to the Define the Great Line. And I think that's it. I'm going to go make a burger. And um, I don't know, drink water because I'm not drinking alcohol. Two more weeks. You guys be safe out there. You guys be good humans. I'll talk to you sluts next week. Peace. <laughs>